us again as we gather together to worship the Lord and hear His Word. And His Word for us, especially in this ordinary time, is mostly of the heart. It's not a time of application of the Word of God in our life in a day-by-day basis. In every area of our life, the Word of God is not complicated. It is the very foundation of our action, of our decision, of our opinion, what we do in life in every area. Very practical. And it should be also because as Christians, we are adherents to the teaching of Christ. And we apply it in every areas of our life. Our attitude, how we behave as Christians. And today, he talks to us about Sincere humility. Humility is a very difficult character of that something not only we talk about, that we, we do not acquire humility just because of confession, not because we have read about humility, not because we have heard teaching about humility. It takes that let the word of God continue to work in our hearts. Because unless we renew our mind, the self won't always to take its master in our lives, in our heart, in our mind. That we thought and think and do things in our own way, thinking that our ways are better than God, and thinking that we are better than others. So somebody says humility is the very Mother is the very foundation of the mother of all virtues. It's always based, based on love. The reciprocal of humility is pride. Bugal. And our pride also comes from mostly of our insecurities in life. We're insecure. We're insecure of things of ourselves. We're insecure of who we are. And we produce an kind of overbearing kind of attitude. Or, as I said, that's less kind of, of self-image of ourselves. We learn humility is something about Jesus. If there's a person whom you could emulate about humility, it's only Jesus. Me, I'm standing here, even always as I read this, as I study this, I see my notes, and I have shared this 2004, 18 years. And I ask myself, I have shared this before, 2004. What is now the effect what I have said? Have this. I am growing in humility, lowliness of mind, or not. I always think of myself, this pulpit is a very, very dangerous place here on the altar for us clergy. Because God hears what he says. The devil hears what he says. Even you hear what I said. And something that would 
put in our mind, even in my mind also, am I doing what I am saying here? Because God, even any would test it, it truly it is sincere what they're saying. So I, I read my notes. I remembered 2,018 years ago I've said this. Am I now growing in, in the attitude of humility? Here Jesus make a, a scenario of like a dinner party. He was invited. And here it talks about the Pharisees. Everyone sits in front. And that's what he wants to uh, correct. Because, see, this party, is it right now, we come to a wedding or whatever. Sometimes, especially in those parties with, with the formal dining, now it's not, it's, it's not really a problem for us because sometimes there's already a name in the table. What table number two? Table number three. So you, there's no problem where you sit. Or there's some uh, host or waiter that says, I'll sit here. So there's no problem. You know where to sit. But this kind of party or dinner, there's no tag in the table where to sit. So it's up to us to invite the people where to sit. And here the Lord is looking at the heart of the people those invited where they need to sit and why they sit at that table. And he sees the Pharisees sit in front. Not because for the sake of... Uh, that's the vacant place, but because of their motives. They sit there base, basing in their position because they are something like this. I have to be there. Entitlement. I have to be there because I am this. But the greater thing about this is like a scenario that we are all invited in the dinner banquet of God to remind us that we are there, we are here in His kingdom, in His church because He invited us. Not because we are, you are good, you are somebody, but because of His grace and mercy, we are all invited. That's to remember that. Not because of anything that we do. And the, 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 the irony of these things is that when the Pharisees sit at that table because they think that they deserve that, I will sit in a Filipino style. Filipino style, when we were invited, we don't sit much in front. That's why, yeah, <laughs> Filipino style. Yapit, yeah. Hey, kabuhay pa. Makarus bangko. Indigid. Haman. Not because ng ilas. Nahuya. Base mo siya nahuya. And that is not humility. You think that humility? No. It is false and deceptive humility. Because they think, maybe what will think of me? Humility 
See, it's something that uh, humble natong uh, is an honest intent estimation of yourself. There are two extremes of pride. Pride which is overbearing. That we know we know it all. I deserve that. And I need to be there. Entitlement. That is the extreme one side. The other extreme side is poor is poor self-esteem. Like we Filipinos sometimes. Because of a slave mentality, you don't want to be uh, to be, maybe you would say to me papel papel or maybe that's what think and we think that this humility humble no that is still pride what is true humility true humility is the courage to accept the deepest reality of who we are that we are created by God. We are created by God. And although we are created by God, we are still in the process. Through humility, learn to accept that we have some limitation. We're willing to accept our mistake. We're willing to be corrected. And we could think that other people are better than us. Yes, they are. We need to say I'm sorry if you make mistake. And above all, learning to acknowledge that everything we had is of God. Everything. Everything. Our success, our improvement in life, comes from God. Comes from God. And we know and we know, even you are the richest people on earth, we have wide land, lot of things in us. You know and you know and we know at the end of our life, we just own four by six by six land. Marong kabaho, raton nga, even your own lot of lands. Remember this. When our, end, our life ends in here, what you own is only four by six uh, by six. Six feet below the ground. That's the only thing you could have. Because you get everything go back to God. So, it's something that Hard to work out our lives is humility. That's why only Jesus is our example to emulate about humility. About humility. Here, Jesus confronts the attitude of the Pharisees. The attitude of the Pharisees. And that humility about Jesus. Something you could emulate. I myself are growing in this. But sometimes someone that will stand that to face is like Jesus. Why is it in Matthew chapter 11? He said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. 
For I am gentle and lowly in heart and humble in heart. And you will find rest. Learn from me, says the Lord. His ways, in his word. We learn from that. Learn from that. Because he is humble. He is our example in humility. And you will find rest. Prideful people have no rest. They have no rest. They cannot rest. Why? Because that's inside of them. It's eating them. Eating them. Eating them. And wherever they go, they're always trouble. James says, if there is, as James has said, if there is uh, envy or self-seeking, there's pride. There's always trouble. There's always problem. And every evil work is there. That's how wherever we go, we bring trouble. Because the first trouble is us. If we have that pride and selfish ambition in us, we are where we go. You are, a, you are not a carrier of peace. You are a carrier of problem. You're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. That's why you have to change that. And how to change that? Let's emulate Jesus. She said, learn from me. So let's see how, how Jesus do this in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 says, Therefore, if there's any consolation of Christ, any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, in any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy, says, says Paul. Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having same love, being of one accord and one mind. One accord and one mind. You cannot have unity without humility. We cannot. How much we pray about unity without humility, it will not happen. In the house, in the church, in the office, it will not happen. Because the first thing to do is we ourselves will be an instrument of unity by being or having such humble heart. Let nothing be done us. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness, humility, or humbleness, let each one esteem others better than himself. It's a natural inclination of being human to lead, to be number one, to do things. That you should be the one. But what about making other people number one? Building other people to make me number one, and we are number just number two. It takes humility to do that. See, we Filipinos look at this. Filipinos. When it comes to the like that invited, like something like that, like a meeting, they want everyone to sit, nobody wants to sit in front. I don't know. You want everybody at the back. But look at this. Look at this. When times of giving ayuda, hmm? ayuda, everyone to be first in the line. 
Why? Because we want to get, if, if there's anything we can get, if we want to be in front. Mm, look at that. Filipino style. Some, sometimes I, we have, a, we have a seminar, all the pastors and the, and the uh, missionaries are giving, of course, Filipinos always goes to Libre, Libre Bullpen, Libre Notebook, Libre Pamahaw, Libre, basta agtugang. That's what we like. But sometimes we're not responsible with And it comes to come giving. Even we pastors are not pulling in line. Everyone to bring handlock my obusan. See? Why is that way? So you could see it is something for us. We want to be in front. We don't want to be at late. That's why some people don't want to go pull in line. They want to be seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. Because they want something for themselves. That's always based on something of self. And here Jesus says, why not make people other, other will be number one? Build up others than, than yourself. And let this, let this be in mind with who in Christ Jesus, who is being the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. He is secure. He is God. But made himself no reputation, taking the form of a bound servant and coming in likeness of men. And he found the appearance a man. He humbled himself, became obedient in the point of death, even the death on the cross. He is secure. That's why people who are insecure are always cause the problem. If you are insecure, you're always the source of the problem, mostly. That's why we have to grow. We have to grow in the Lord. We have to grow mature in the Lord. So that thou become part of the blessing. You're part of the answer, not part of the problem. Secure. Secure people. You know? Some old people. Have you still had uh, the first uh, one or the, I cannot forget this uh, advertisement of Johnson BB Oil? Eh? Said, haplos ng pagmamahal. They said, you know why? The example there, there's a baby crying, crying, and crying. Agitated. And then the mother comes. And then happens. And the baby keep quiet. You see, he is secure in the hands of the mother. That's why he is quiet. And he cannot feel the hands of the mother, or he cannot smell the mother. He is insecure. So, as the baby is crying and agitated because he is insecure, so we have to Develop our security in the love of God. In the love of God. In the love of God. How to develop that. And not only that, it says here that he humbled himself 
and became obedient in the point of death. He learned obedience and humility even in the point of death. He did not think of what would happen to him. He think of you and me. That is humility also is all about. You are not thinking much of yourself, but thinking of others like Jesus. He is thinking you and me. Even he's going to die in the cross for you and me. Sinners, bad people. It's, it's easy to give good things to good people. But to bad people, we don't like. But Jesus, even we are bad, still he chose to give his life for you and me. Enduring all those things. See? Enduring all those things. And, he was, and because of that, he was exalted by God. See, exaltation, promotion, the Bible says, does not come from the east, from the west, from the south and the north. It only comes from God. And it is always founded in our humility. For she said that be humble yourself before God. In due time, he will exalt you and me. For even he says that he resists the proud and give grace to the humble. Brothers and sisters, as Jesus example of humility, this means to stop thinking much of ourselves and learn to think of others. That's why the last verse here in Mark said, when you are doing something, you're inviting, do not invite your relative, but invite those people who cannot give it back. Why? That is servanthood. Service. Service. Thinking of others. You serve others. Give me your time, your talent to serve others. That is Jesus. That's why when you come to a ministry, you think of others. I invite you to join the ministry. Being blessed by God and let's bless others. Bless others with your time, with your talent. Come to the ministry. Not just thinking much of ourselves, but think of others. That is mission. You cannot go in mission thinking of yourself. We go to mission because we think of others. That is Jesus. And that is humility. And above all, God will always teach us that in everything we have to trust in him. Not of ourselves. As Paul said, that my sufficiency is of God. No one, no one in this world would say that when he died, he don't need God. That's what the Lord is always telling us. To humble ourselves that we need him. That's why sometimes you allow some humiliation in our life so that we learn about humility. That is hurting. That is hurting. But sometimes he would allow those things. Some humble experience in our lives to learn that he is God. Not to trust ourselves, but to trust God. Not to think much of ourselves, but to think of others. We are growing in this character. We are growing in this virtue. But above all, growing so in the love of God. To be secure in the love of God, then, like Jesus, you could 
think no others. Unless we are secure ourselves, your thinking must about ourselves. But when we grow in the Lord, we think of others. We think of God. And that's where the process continues. And also at the end, let God exalt you and me because we had humbled himself.